Thanks for tuning in to the Dope Vision Experience Podcast. Your boy, Frank Needy. I'm back for another episode. Man, I want to say thank you to each and every person who gave me the opportunity to share with you my thoughts and my opinion about what's going on in this world and what's going on in this culture. Man, I had I had some topics on my mind that I really wanted to dive deep into, uh, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it right now. You know, after seeing what happened to the young king here there in Memphis, Tennessee, seeing him tragically losing his life after being brutally beaten, by the police, man, like uh, Tyree, Tyree Nichols, who lost his life by being beaten by five black officers in Memphis, Tennessee. The protesters have taken over I-55 between the bridge or the bridge from over the Mississippi River between uh, Memphis, Tennessee and Arkansas. And it just goes to show you that police police brutality it is a huge issue in our country and it's not being addressed at all. Not one single bit. We can send billions upon billions and millions upon millions to Ukraine and to eight other countries, but we cannot aid what's happening in our country here. What's happening is they're, they're killing us one by one in front of the video camera. It's not a secret anymore. It's not like they were beating and killing us and we couldn't see these things. Now we're seeing them and we can't unsee them. The brain is the only thing that you can't dump. You can't unsee what you've seen. There's no trash can for the brain and the things that you see. Once you see it, it can't be unseen. And we've seen some horrific things from the police. The young king lost his life by being beaten. Haymaker after haymaker, taser, pepper spray. No human should go through this. It doesn't take that much to arrest one individual. It does not. They are taking it personal when they pull people over. They're being ultra aggressive and it needs to stop. It really does. And if you are to harm or kill or do anything to a police officer doing some type of uh, interaction, you are getting thrown under the jail. Under the jail. But when it's the other way around, it doesn't happen. They beat charges. They get off. They get slaps on the wrist. But you don't expect five black men to kill another young man. You don't expect that when you turn on your television or you turn on your you open up your social media accounts. You don't expect to see that type of stuff. Not happening to our young men. As much as we've seen white men kill black people, we don't expect to turn on our TVs and see five black men killing one young king before he's got a chance to reach his fullest potential. He's on this earth for a reason, and you guys sh- cut that short. Like, why do we continue to have to go through these things to watch our men, our young men lose their lives for a traffic stop? Something that could be simply avoided. You could just pull the guy over, tell him what he did wrong, give him his ticket, and send him on his way so he can go home to be his go home to be with his family. But instead, you guys are playing God out there in those streets. I think the age requirement for law enforcement needs to be raised. You need to be at least 28 years old 
or so to be able to be a police officer, man. You These police officers are too, not to say age has anything to do with it because it happens young, old, it doesn't matter. But I'm saying there needs to be some type of maturity that goes with these officers, man, because I've been to Memphis. I run it, I rip and ran through Memphis many, many years, many years. And I know how these law enforcement are. They want to stunt and shine as much as the, the young D-boys. They want to shine. They want to stunt. They want to make money. They want to be seen. And then they want to be seen a great, they want to be seen as don't fuck with me. Don't fuck with us. We'll fuck you up type deal. Like this crew that they're talking about, the Scorpion crew, like they had to be some heinous, outlawish type police officer to be in those type of squads. You got to be a different type of guy to be in a squad called the Scorpions and you know that you're purposely out here grinding and you beating up on the black men. Like imagine how many men they they beaten up on that they didn't kill. Because I guarantee you this wasn't the first time that they've done something like this. I'm pretty sure they've probably had some incidents that's probably on their reports that it probably is not as brutal as this one because this one led to a death. But they're probably just beating on somebody out in the streets. They're lifting all these weights. They got all this aggression. And they are taking it out on young black men who are handcuffed. He was handcuffed. He was handcuffed. And you're hitting him as hard as you possibly can. This guy was 140 pounds. And those guys who looked like they were at least 200 pounds, 220 pound guys. And they're just laying into him, left hook, right hook, uppercut, fist to the face, fist to the nose, just brutally beating him, tasing him, spray, pepper spraying him with nothing but anger and nothing but aggression. Like what, what more must we do? Like what can, what can the public do to stop this type of thing from happening? Because it, obviously you can't rely on the, the lawmakers and your public officials because it's not happening to them. It's not happening to their, their people. It's not happening to anybody in their family, immediate family. So it doesn't raise any flags to them. It's just like a topic, a topic of discussion right now. And then a couple of weeks ago, everything goes back to normal for them. So they don't really have a dog in the fight. Like if we start pulling these funds away from these guys and you make in and those type of things will start adding up, start making sense. Because these guys are having all these all these incidents and all these things are going going on on their watch and they're still in line for their pension when they retire. It's no consequences. You got to police the police. How can you be a police officer and you out here brutally beating up on men? Helpless men who are in handcuffs. It's not like he had, like he was able to defend himself. Like it's no trust. No trust whatsoever between the police department and the people. They're supposed to be protecting and serving not beating and killing. They're just too aggressive when they pull you over. Like, we shouldn't have to be still going through things like this at all. We, st we shouldn't still be going through these things after we've seen them. We've seen George Floyd. We've seen Tamir Rice. 
Like we we know these things. We we've seen them. Why are we still, you know, dealing with this type of stuff in the day and age that we're in when we know we have body cams, we got footage. Like it's not like when we saw Rodney King, we was like, oh no, they were like, oh my God, some a police officer they beat this man on camera, and it's like we can one up that. We don't care. You guys not gonna. They're not gonna do anything to us. We're going to get off it. We're going to beat it. But then you got to go home as a police officer and live in your neighborhood and be and, and see your family and put the shame on them. Because I guarantee you those five men, they have brothers, sisters, mothers, wives, cousins, friends, daughters, sons. These people have to go out in the public and be a, and be a, and be ashamed that you are a part of a killing of a young black man put shame on them but they don't care they just showing they just showing out to their homies and, and they like yeah watch me i'm gonna hit him even harder i can hit him harder man he took that blow to the you see how you saw i hit him in the face you know i saw all the blood coming up i hit him again i stomped him out if you feel like you need to be you need to be that much of a, a vicious animal go get an octagon Go get with somebody who who's your size, who has the skill level that you have. You can't beat up on a guy who's defenseless with his hands behind his back in handcuffs, being held up and propped up. Anybody can get off haymakers like that. But yeah, man, like I said, I had I had some other things I wanted to talk about, but I'm just gonna have to put that on hold because this is what's on my mind right now, and it's just like I'm a father. I don't have any sons, but I'm a father. I want to be able to come home. That could easily be me. That could be my nephew. That could easily be me. Going along about my day. Police pull me over for whatever reason. My kids are waiting for me to come home, and I never come home again. Because some guy thought that this was the time to be ultra aggressive and go overboard and beat me to death. Like that could easily be my fate and my kids would never see me again over a traffic stop and they have to live with that for the rest of their lives. We got to we got to we got to do something because this is this is out of hand. It's like it's it's too much it's too much for the for us to continue to to see like i don't know like on these platforms we shouldn't be able to witness a death like the platforms scrub any type of uh language or you know any type of language that you might have you say something anything racist or derogatory the platform strips it off the, it strips it off deems it unnecessary but we can watch somebody die with no with nothing. Like we watch takeoff get shot and lose his life on your feet over and over and over. Like it's I I don't know. I feel I'm 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 kind of torn. Like it needs to be shown. We need to see what's happening. But at the same time, man, it, it desensitizes us to make it to the point where it just like Okay, that it just happened again. It's not a shock anymore. 
And so my thoughts and my prayers go out to, you know, his family to just have to go through this, man, to prepare for a burial and a funeral, to see him lose his life like that, you know, so young. He didn't get to live his life to the fullest because five black men deemed it necessary to take a life. Life is precious. It's so precious. And we have to live it to the fullest, man. We have to really stop living life, looking at life through a straw and take a step back and really look at and look at ourselves and be like, man, am I living at the best I possibly can be living? Am I living to the fullest? Because we're here for a short amount of time. It doesn't feel like it, but we are. And you want to make sure you maximize every moment that you're here. I'm all about experiences. Like, that's what I'm about. Like, you know, when I was younger, I used to want to have the cars, the clothes, the shoes, and all that type of stuff. But now I've gotten a little bit older. It's all about experiences for me now. I like taking my kids to do things and seeing them just being the, their first to do do something. First time hitting a baseball. First time going to Disneyland. First time going to Legoland. First time going to a live sporting event. It's just like, that's what I live for. Now, I live for experiences. I'm not sure what you're living for now, but that's what I live for. I live for the experience because that experience is going to last so much longer than those pair of shoes that you buy. That you don't even wear. You just put them up in a closet, put them in a box. Just the notion that you have them just makes you feel good. But the experience is something that you can you can always look back on and you can actually laugh at those moments. With your kids and with your family. That's what I strive for. I strive for experiences now. How much fun can we have? How how much can how much can I brighten your day? Like that's what I live for. I want to make somebody else happy. I want to be happy too, but I want to make I want to make somebody else happy. I want to make somebody else's day. I want to see them light up. And those are the experiences that make me happy. So we have to take, you know, we have to take an audit of our life and see how can we improve it? How can we make it better? And it's not all about the money. You can have fun for free things. We're free things. There are tons of free things in the world that you can do that has fun and have experience. You know, you don't have to travel all the way to Dubai or go to Bali and all these places where people, you know, try to go and try to, you know, show the, the, the lavish photos and try to make you have FOMO. Yeah, you can go do that. That costs money. But there are things right around your neighborhood that's probably just as fun. You know, they don't tell you about those what's happening behind those pictures, those moments that happen and leading up to those pictures or the moments that happens after those pictures that are not so exciting, not so fun. Those bad experiences throughout that time. So don't don't get it. Don't get overly excited or overly jealous when you see somebody doing something, you know, out of the country or doing something that you're not doing. That might not be your happiness. You have to find your happiness. And your happiness is all what matters. 
because life is short and life is precious because there are people out here who are taking our lives away from us and taking us away from our families and our friends and our so you have to be able to live. Living is fun. I know sometimes it get hard, but living is fun. You have to enjoy life. Find the happiness in things. Find the joy in things. Choose happiness. You have to wake up and choose happiness. Now, I... I'll try to keep you guys updated on what's been happening, what's going to happen with this case. I don't, you know, have all the details yet. You know, of course, it's still fairly fresh. So I don't have much, you know, to kind of go on yet. But I will once I get information, I will keep you guys updated. But man, go hug a friend, hug a family member, tell them you love them. Call a friend, call a family member, tell them you love them because you never know what that might do for them. You know, send that text message. Tell them that you love them. Tell them that you're thinking about them. That strong person that you always think about that don't need you or don't need anybody, that sometimes that person needs somebody too. Call that strong friend. Tell them that you love them. You know, ask me how can you help them? How can you brighten their day? It's not about the money. It's about, you know, the connection. Sometimes they just need somebody to talk to. So once again, man, just keep keep the young young king in your prayers, his family in your prayers. Um, because these these five officers they they deserve whatever they got coming to them you know they deserve it after what they've done that is some heinous horrible things that you've done to a young king who didn't get a chance to live his life the life that god gave him that he probably had to he hasn't fulfilled his purpose yet so like i said man um i was going to talk about some other things but this kind of was on my heart you know, I wanted to kind of get this out and share with you guys. And I hope you guys are, you know, taking this in and, and, and going along with it as well. And I hope you guys say a prayer for the young king. And we continue to strive for greatness. You know, choose happiness and call, text, give that family member a hug, a kiss and tell them that you love them. This your boy Frank Nitty from The Sip. Is always collaboration over competition. Always, always reach for greatness. Shoot for the stars, land on the moon, and you'll get there. It's your boy Frank Nitty from Sip. I'm out. I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you'd like to grab some merch, canvas prints for your home or office, or see the full link video from this episode, please visit dovision.com. Follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at dovisionsf. Also, send me an email to someone you'd like to hear on the podcast at dovisionsf at gmail.com. Also, please join the Dovision Club at patreon.com forward slash Dovision for early access to the content and some of the behind the scenes look of some of the episodes that I create. While you're listening, don't forget to hit, hit the subscribe button and comment on the podcast as well as my YouTube channel and turn on those post notifications so that you'll be notified each and every time I drop a new episode. Thanks for listening. And remember collaboration over competition. Until next time, this your boy Frank Nitty, and I'm out.